welcome, welcome, welcome to season number two of the Go For Two podcast. We're on to episode number two. I am your host, Jackson Wallace, and I got my friend and my buddy, my pal, Lucas Averett. Lucas, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? You know what? I'm doing great. It's draft week. All right. We're we're well into the pod now. We're episode two, the second season. Okay. I, I, I am ready to do our mock draft. Okay. But first, before we do the mock draft... What we do at the beginning of every episode, we got comments from oh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Casey. All right, because Casey the man himself always leaving comments coming through big it's time. He's got he's got three different comments, Lucas. Okay, always in multiples. Yeah. Uh, so we we talked last episode about how uh, impactful and how amazing it would be if Tom Brady went and won the Super Bowl in Tampa against New England for ring number seven. That would be crazy. Casey commented on that. He says, I'll take it. Brady wins the Super Bowl. The only quarterback that can do it, TB12, all the way this year. Also, he said he has a question, Mr. Lucas. He said, oh, question. Lamar Jackson, yes, had a great year, blah, blah, blah. Hashtag running, hashtag running back. Yep. Do you think he will get stomped this year? To me, he's going to be another quarterback running back that's going to get hurt early on and will be taken out of the season because all because all 31 teams have his number now. Preface, I also want to put this also to the question. It was announced today, Lamar Jackson will be on the cover of Madden 21. Just well, saying Madden, the- Madden curse, you know, just throwing that in there. The last guy on the cover won the Super Bowl. So true, but he also got hurt midway through the season. So I'm just saying. Um I will say that like if there's any quarterback that I would bet money is gonna get hurt, I would bet Lamar Jackson first and foremost, because he's the quarterback's gonna run around and get hit the most, right? That makes logical sense to me, yeah. Um on top of that, I feel like there's probably a lot to follow up because of the season last year, so there's a chance that he will try to maybe do too much at times. Try to uh, some too many hero plays? Yeah. In terms of them uh, getting stomped, I don't know about them getting stomped. I'm sure they'll make the playoffs, especially with the expanded playoff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see them having the year they had last year, right? I mean, right, like, right. like no one, no one thinks that their team's just gonna go out like, and just be be as good as the Ravens were last year. It's just, it's hard to expect that year in, year out. And so, of course, they're know, not gonna go to next year and be the number one seed. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, so you're definitely gonna see a decrease in that, I think. But I think they're still gonna make the playoffs. They're still gonna be a good football team, and as long as Lamar does stay healthy, they're dangerous. You know. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Uh, his last comment, going back to Tom Brady, he said, oh, yes, the GOAT TB12. Well, guys, I'm getting me a buck number 12 jersey. Sorry, Cowboys. They destroyed their season in the Titans. Eh, well, maybe let's just see. Might be a fluke, might not be. Uh, LOL, no. it's about time for this podcast to keep going. So, Look, man, ain't, ain't no flukes over here, okay? <laughs> we, we got we got Henry back. We got Tannehill back. Ah, your Cowboys did ruin their season, though. We mm. we sure did, man. And they're doing their best to make it worse. And I'm just watching Jackson just cry. It's been bad, you know. In our hometown series we recorded yesterday actually went up for you guys uh, yesterday as well. Um, I talked a little bit about you know Dak 
Dak and his contract negotiations, which apparently, you know, at the time of recording, were going pretty well. So, um, I don't know. Kind of spells some bad news Woo. for us, I think. Yeah, exactly. So, it's, I don't think it's a uh, – I think we're going to way overpay him. But uh, go, go, go ahead. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, that reminds me. We're doing Hometown – in case you guys ha- have missed it. We're doing Hometown Heroes on a separate standalone video only on YouTube, on the channel. Um, so, it's where me and Lucas, we talk about everything to do with the Titans, everything to do with the Cowboys. It's all there. Sometimes it's a shorter video. Sometimes it's a bit of a longer video. But that's where you're going to be able to find all things Titans and Cowboys. just all condensed into that one neatly packaged video for you guys because, I mean, let's be honest, those are the two teams that really matter in the league. So, if you want to go hear about the best two teams in the league, go on over and uh, give that hometown heroes a listen. Real quick, Jackson, I did see that uh, one of the reasons things are going better yeah. is because after the way that the the tag that y'all put on Dak Prescott works, mm-hmm. he's getting like $5 million more million than he originally thought he was going to get. It was like 26 now he's getting like 30 point something or yeah. in that area. So he's actually getting more money now. And so... Yeah, eh, you know, you know, just give him give him a thirty one million dollar deal, guarantee all of it for like a gazillion years, and hey, you'll have him. You won't have a team, but you'll have a quarterback. I, you know, the sad thing is, Lucas, we've gotten to the point. I would absolutely take him at thirty one. Really, one hundred percent. I would take him at thirty one because I think the thing is, the longer this drought holds out, or we keep having to hold out for him. Uh, I think it's going to end up being like a 38 to $39 million deal by the time it's all said and done. So if I can get him right now at 31 or even 32 to seal it up, give him a little bit more than that franchise tag, sign him for four or five years, I'd do it. Just get it done. Because Mahomes, whenever he signs his deal, it's going to be 40. <clears throat> it's going to be 40. So if we wait too, too long to sign him, I don't even want to know how much we're going to have to pay this man. So honestly, honestly, if I'm Dak, I'm because, you know, there are rumors that Prescott or not Prescott. I'm sorry that Patrick Mahomes is getting like they're working on his contract extension right now. Yeah. Uh, So if I'm Dak, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm kind of cool with the franchise right now, because next year by then you're hoping that your boy has a new contract Mm -hmm. and it's 40 million. And yeah. then that can, you know, he's got a little more, he's got even more leverage, more stuff to work on. Yeah, because, he I mean, say, you know, he comes in with a new coach this year. He signs his tender at 31. He has a really good year. Maybe, let's say, maybe we win the division. He's able to have more cards in his pocket. And, you know, Mahomes signs a 40. Then... All of a sudden, Dak can say, okay, cool, Mahomes got 40, but now you're definitely paying me 37, 38. And so... When you put it that way, I can honestly see that happening. We'll see. We'll see. I feel like the draft's going to shake up some of this stuff here in a bit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, like I said, um, I believe I said this on the hometown episode yeah. yesterday, but there is some crazy quarterback stuff going on this year. Honestly, I've probably said it on like every episode. You have. Some crazy quarterback stuff going on. But you're right, yeah. And, and, it, and it just got crazier, okay? All right? The GOAT himself, Tom Brady... Has mm-hmm. achieved another weapon. Okay. Yes. All right. Just happened an hour before recording. This man, Gronkowski's going. Apparently, he's already taken his physical. 
and he's pretty much like 100% gonna pass because just the physical specimen that this man is. Okay. He, yeah. I feel like he couldn't he couldn't play football for like 10 years and he'd be fine. It doesn't matter. He's back on the field knocking heads. Okay. But for real, man, it is it is wild that Tom Brady got another weapon. So now you're looking at the quarterbacks in that conference, and it's like you're trying to decide which one you think is gonna have the best year. And now you've got Tom Brady has three stud tight ends. And Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Exactly. They draft an SEC running back. They're good to go. You think they're going to draft a running back? No. Not in the first round. I have a different pick for them in the first round. Um, but I think they'll draft a running back later, yeah. Absolutely. Why do you, you always say SEC running back? You know, we, we got we to talk about this while we're here because today's draft day. That is true. All Go right. ahead. Lay it on me. All right. Who, look, 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 I'm just saying, like, the top halfbacks right now, like, everyone says DeAndre Swift is number one. Yes. Yeah. SEC running back. I do agree. SEC running backs are good. I also think, though, Ohio State, J.K. Dobbins is a stud. Jonathan Taylor from mm-hmm. Wisconsin is a stud. Um... There's a guy from Akron that's supposed to be good. There's the halfback from LSU, of course. That's another SEC guy. That's what yeah. I meant. I'm like, just, it's it's okay. There's some studs. Other, hey, Zeke's and Zeke's an Ohio State guy. All right, don't don't leave them true, out. True, 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 true. Um, we'll, we'll have to. I mean, my point is that there's a plentiful uh, amount of uh, running backs in the draft this year, and so I think that the Tam- I think that Tampa's going to take their pick at one of them. I got and try you. and try and cheer up that that bucket spot. Okay, so the trade details, we have those details in for Gronkowski. It's not because he was retired. The Patriots still re, still retained his rights, um, so he had to be traded. He couldn't just be signed with the Buccaneers. So Tampa Bay traded a fourth round pick for Rob Gronkowski and a seventh round pick. Essentially, what happened is. My buddy texted me about it. My buddy Daniel texted me. He's like, man, don't you think that, that it was a little bit too much for, for Gronk? And I was like, honestly, no. I think it's a really smart trade because Gronk wasn't going to come back and play for New England. He was only going to go play for Tampa. And for any for the Patriots to get anything out of him, you might as well trade you a seventh for a fourth. That's essentially what that trade comes down to for the New England. Yes, you get Gronk back in the league, but, you know, whatever for their side. He's in a different conference. So, right. Um, they get a they get a much better pick later on or for this year's draft too, so they can use it this week. So um, Gronk is going to be a Buccaneer, and you just said three stud tight ends, right? Plus Chris Godwin, plus Mike Evans. If they had a running back and sure up that offensive line, Bruce Arians is that head coach. All of a sudden, those Buccaneers are looking really, really good, Lucas. So apparently, excuse me. Um. Apparently, Arians already came out and, and said that uh, he's really thinking about using Gronk like more as a wide receiver than like since they have all the other tight ends. Yeah, and and just throw him out there. You could line this man up on the next to the sideline and sit him could. on a streak, and it ain't like no one can jump up and get the ball. Yeah, over that big what, Goliath of a man. What what corner's gonna sit there and cover him one to man on man? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Richard Sherman get his face knocked off or something. He get oh, stiff armed. 
yeah, and you can line them up out wide too and use them as a block, use them as a seal block for some running plays as well. Yeah. Knock that cornerback inside and, and, and seal the edge and, and, and give your running back a one-on-one against the safety. See if you can make somebody um, miss. So, quick question for you, Mr. Jackson. All yes, right. sir. What's up? Uh, so, my view on this looking at it is it's like Gronk wanted to keep playing football. Yeah. But he didn't want to play it. He didn't want to do it with the Patriots. And he would he would only do it with Tom Brady. And Tom was with the Patriots. And so he wasn't going to. Because, you know, they tried to trade him before. And he they told did. him he would, he would quit. Yeah. He in 2018, they tried to trade him to the Lions. Put it back with Matt Patricia. And so I just. I like I can't help but wonder. Now that Brady's left the Patriots. Gronk left the Patriots as he essentially quit playing football because of the Patriots. Yeah. Or not a hundred percent, but you know, like 50% it was hurting him. And then like 50%, my man's didn't want to play with the Patriots, but, um, so I just want to know, like, like, how do you think that makes the coaching staff and like the, everything, everything that people talk about, how good the Patriots are, like, oh, their locker room's amazing and all this stuff. Like, how do you think it make, it really makes that system look when you've got players that you've won a lot, but you also, like, have star players that don't want to be there? Yeah, it's a, it, it's got to raise some questions, especially if I'm Robert Kraft. I'm sitting there and I'm looking at, like, what's really going on in that locker room? I'm sure Robert Kraft's got a pretty decent handle on what's going on, but it is, Bill Belichick has complete control of New England, and that has led to a lot of success. They've won six Super Bowls in the past 20 years. They've made nine of them, right? Multiple AFC uh, uh, championship games. I mean, they won the AFC East title since 2010. They won it 10 years in a row. Um, So uh, they've had a lot of success. But at the same time, for the price of that success, you have a system to where it's Bill's way or the highway. And if you're not going to buy into his system, if you're not going to buy him to the way he structured things, you're getting out. I mean, we've seen players like Chad uh, Chad Johnson, a.k.a. Ocho Cinco, go there and mm-hmm. try and buy into the system. And it just doesn't fit for him because he can't be he can't be Chad. He can't be, quote unquote, he can't be 85. Right. He's got a, <laughs> he, he's got a 85 can't do him. You know, like you like there's right. some players that you just have to let them rock and let them do their own thing. But mm-hmm. Bill, it does not matter how much talent you have. Clearly, I mean, a, a perfect example of that is literally the GOAT, Brady. Like it doesn't matter if you are the GOAT, period. Belichick's going to treat you the same way as everybody else. Whether that's right or wrong, that's not up to me to decide, but that's just the system it is. And if you're not a player that can come in and really buy in and be all in for Bill Belichick, it's not going to work. Right. Yeah. And so that might have some problems moving forward. I don't know. We'll see. There's definitely some people, the GOAT and a hall, their two Hall of Famers just said they don't want to play for the Patriots. Right. And that's wild. Yeah. Absolutely insane. So we'll see. I think, I, I, you know, I really think now with the addition of Gronk, plus your other two twin-headed tight end monster, and all the weapons that he has in Tampa, I mean, it's literally the polar opposite of what it was last year in New England. Last year, he didn't have Gronk. He had, like, no tight end. And, I mean, he, he had three running backs that were – subpar each of their own being right and right. julian Edelman, 
Uh, that's what he had. Um, and he had, I mean, he had a really, really good defense and the best coach of all time. And, and that still got him to the playoffs. But right. now it's, I mean, th- this is Brady's shot, man. He's got everything he needs. It's all right. there. So I'm, I really think that they have a significant chance of being your NFC South champions and making a run at the playoffs. Just right now on paper with what they have, I would be extremely shocked if they don't make the playoffs this year, especially with it being a 17 playoff. Oh, they're, yeah, I was going to say, they're going to make the playoffs. Like, yeah. that's going to happen. I don't think there's anything anything that's just going to go off the wall unless, like, Tom Brady gets hurt. It would have to know. be some significant injuries or just a complete locker room breakdown for this team right. not to make the playoffs. And locker rooms, historically, don't break down when Brady's in there. So, like, since we are talking about the playoffs, all yeah. right, you, you think of the you think of the okay okay Jackson. that was funny i don't care who you are that was a good time okay yeah continue. Right. you think of the playoffs last year and you can't help but think about the 49ers right yes and, so, and some of their studs on defense specifically absolute um, animals and so like they traded deforest buckner to the colts right mm-hmm. got them got them a pretty high draft pick in the first round they got like a 13 or something like that i believe i'm not looking at it like that's just what it I was guess. in that area, I think, yeah. I did my mock draft like an hour ago, so I think that's right. Yeah. Um, and then I want to say now they've got Quan Alexander on the trading block, who is like I hear that name and I'm just like that's kind of wild. Like yeah. he's he's been a guy for them. Like he did have some injury issues though. Right. So like I, I under I understand that. All right, they got D Ford. On the trading block, stud. That's exactly, bro. Absolute stud. Marquise Goodwin, wide receiver on the trading block, speed. And then they got a defensive back, uh, Jakowski Tart. I don't know who that is. All right, but but the other three guys plus the guy they already traded. I want to I want to know what you what you think about all this trading that they're trying to do. Are they trying to reload and get draft picks because they're kind of in a cap bind? Um, Maybe because you know, like, are they trying to do like the opposite of what I would say the Rams did? You know, the Rams made it, didn't win, and they were like, okay, like we're going to re-sign people, and they lost some people because they were like, we have to keep specific people, right? Like we have to have Gur- Gurley and stuff like that, and so yeah, right. And and so I wonder if the 49ers are like, okay, like these people want paid, but we can get draft picks. These players are younger. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a you know, a better motor and stuff at this time in their career. And it works better for yourself. They're gonna have that. to worry about injuries as much and they're gonna be cheaper. And so I just, I just wanna know if you think that's what they're going for or or what's their end game here, man? Because these are some big uh, you names. Know, I, these are some really big names, and I—I I mean, here's the thing: when I think of Quan Alexander, when I think of D Ford, when I think of Marquise Goodwin, I think of—I think that they're worth first-round picks. I feel like if you were going to make a first-round pick and you can get a D Ford, if you can get a Quan Alexander with a first-round pick, I think that's what you want, right? Um, it has to be a play at the money. They, 
I don't know why they want to be shopping off so much of their defense when their defense was, I mean, arguably the number one defense in the league last year, right? That so defense got them to the Super Bowl. That's that why just, there. Yeah, that defense got them to the Super Bowl. I mean, you you had Jimmy G at quarterback and you made it there, man. I mean, it, mm-hmm. that's how powerful this defense was, especially with Bosa coming off the edge. So they have to be thinking we're going to go cheaper and younger, and maybe they're making a play like – down the road that we're not thinking about yet. Maybe they're clearing up cap space, so next year somebody becomes a free agent. I haven't looked at the free agency list for whoever's going to be whoever's due to be a free agent next year, but maybe they're looking at landing somebody significant or signing somebody significant next year. Um, I don't know. I think this also signals maybe Kyle Shanahan's pressing the panic button. You know, he you know he went to two Super Bowls and blew the lead in the fourth quarter. And isn't quite getting it done. So maybe he's... Sorry? To interrupt you a little bit, I'm sorry. But just like... I wonder... I wonder if he is just like... If he just thinks he needs offense. And that's what this is. Since they... And so... What if Jimmy G's contract is about to be up soon. I'm, I'm not sure. I want to say it was like a three-year deal, and this man's yeah. been there for two already. Maybe he's going into so his contract has, year. Yeah. If he has one year left, mm-hmm. they're going. They want to sign another quarterback that's in the league. I can't. I don't know who's going to be a free agent or whatever. Yeah. And then he wants to just stock him up with some offensive weapon. Maybe they think we could do it with the guys that we have. You know, minus these guys and draft valuable picks. Maybe they're really looking at this year's draft and next year's draft and thinking these draft picks can be extremely uh, beneficial and extremely um, worthwhile, right? To have those draft picks because they're thinking, okay, you know. Maybe we can get rid of these guys. It's going to be rough again this year, but we can still make it with the guys we have. We signed some studs. We dip out on Jimmy G. We sign a new quarterback. We load him with offensive weapons. That could be. Yeah, that could very, very much be the case. I don't know, um, but I, if I'm one of these players, I'm like, dude, we just made the NFC. We won the NFC championship and we made the Super Bowl and you're trying to get rid of us. This is right here, a signal to me and these players and possibly a signal to the rest of that locker room that, man, dude, I don't know what's going on, but I don't know what, what's going on with coach, but maybe like none of us are safe. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So I just looked up the free agent quarterbacks. So this might give you an idea. Okay. For, for 2021. Yeah. Okay. Dak Prescott. Yeah. Phillip Rivers. Okay. Uh, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky. N- you know, not not any big names. Patrick Mahomes, though. Yeah, but he'll get signed. All right. Deshaun Watson. Now, he might be able to lure him out of Houston. I would leave Houston to go to the 49ers. Absolutely. So, Houston better... <laughs> Houston better uh, offer Deshaun Watson the bag if they Kyle want to keep Allen, him. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Kyle Allen would be a thing. No, it's that, Deshaun. the Deshaun Watson thing is pretty. It's, it's got to be Deshaun. Do you man. think that they have a shot at at landing Deshaun? If they say, "Hey, Definitely. we're gonna, hey, we're gonna, you know, hold out for a bit. Don't sign. We're gonna offer you the bag." Well, I'm looking at it, and it looks like. It looks like the club has they have a club option. So there's a fifth year option on Mitchell Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson 
Okay, well, they're gonna take so that club. Houston, option. Houston probably probably picks that up. Yeah, I still wonder though, man, if maybe maybe traded. it's like for the for the next year after that. Hey, I might. They traded everybody else, do. dude. <laughs> he might trade to Sean Watson. <laughs> well, look, Watson, man, Watson might he might barge in there and say that he doesn't want him to pick up their deal. Like he's not gonna play for him. Do you think okay, what are the okay, let me ask you this question. What are the actual remote chances of it happening this year to where or even next year, say they trade Quan Alexander or no and D Ford and they get these picks. Say they okay. have two ex, say out of these four players they get two extra first round picks and maybe a second. Do you Hold think up. they send two first round picks to Houston for Deshaun Watson and Houston takes it? Do you think they – well, I mean, I could see, like, I don't think Houston would take it unless Deshaun Watson has already expressed, like, that he does not want to come back. And right. in that case, I could see him trading for, like, two ones and a Jimmy G for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Or I three mean, ones. I don't you, know. Deshaun Watson tra- is wild, man. If I'm Deshaun Watson and you just traded the best receiver in the league – to Arizona for a running back who, yes, at at his prime is actually is incredible, but who has some durability issues. Mm-hmm. I'm probably a little bit upset. I'm so, definitely upset. Look, look, you heard it here first. Deshaun Watson to the 49ers conspiracy theory. It is a conspiracy theory. I think it could happen. I really do. I mean, we see things like this happen all the time to where, like, why did a team make that move? And a year down the road, you're like, oh, that's why. So they have the draft capital to offer for Deshaun Watson. Duh. Well, look, it's super interesting because the 49ers got the 13th overall pick from the Colts, right? Right. I've got them taking Henry Ruggs right there. He runs like a four-two-seven. This man is a speed demon down the field. All yeah. right, and Deshaun Watson would love him. And he definitely I would. Think, and you know they could get some other draft capital. You never know what's going to happen. You get so. Deshaun Watson, Henry Ruggs, and George Kittle, and that defense that he has right now. I don't know about you, man, but that NFC is starting to look really, really interesting. That division with Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. Talk about the NFC divisions at that point. I mean, you got the NFC South with the GOAT. And I mean, we've talked about that division several times. You start looking at the NFC West. Wild stuff, man. You got Russell. You would have Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, uh, Jared Goff, and Kyler Murray. And now Kyler Murray's got plenty of weapons. I don't know, man. The NFC started to look real good. It started to look like the West in the NBA, dude. Just man, I'm loaded. glad I'm in the AFC South, bro. Look, look, look. We dude, got we got Ryan Tannehill. It's over for <laughs> the Cowboys, bro. We ain't making Gardner the seventeen. Mitchell. We're not making the seventeen playoff with Deshaun Watson in, in, in San Francisco, Russell Wilson, and the loaded NFC South. We're not making it, bro. We're not making. It. We're not making the seventeen playoff. It's hopeless. Can we come to the oh, a- AFC South with you? Can we do that? Hey, yeah. Is that a yeah, thing? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Can we hey, transfer? Hey, I loved Kevin Byard standing on the star after the interception in the end zone. I loved it. Give yeah. it to me let's all day. Sh- let's shift Houston and Dallas and switch from conferences, bro. Let's just do that. You might as well. You I'd love well. to play against the Colts and the Jags all, every year. That'd be great. Yeah, well, I'd love to play the Giants and the Redskins. 
<laughs> That's a good point. We're the only games we win are against our division, if I'm being honest. Oh, don't forget the practice squad. Don't forget the practice squad. Oh, God. Touchy subject, Lucas. Touchy subject, bro. We're getting up in my feet. Anyway, anyways, that's crazy. You heard it here first, the conspiracy theory. Yeah, conspiracy theory, calling it right now. Oh. If, that, if that actually happens, bro. Are you, call, are you calling it? Oh, am I calling it? Can, I mean, can't can call you? it because it's not this season. Oh, right, well, you keep that in your back pocket. Yeah, yeah. I will, I will say it right here. I will make it known. If this happens, I will award Lucas five bonus points. If it happens this year. Five. He, he I should five. win the whole thing if that happens. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Oh, I, I was kind of a part of that. Look, I'm just saying I ain't heard anyone else say that, so that's pretty wild. I'm just. But saying. who else? Who else right now is looking that far into the future? No, the this is the kind of quality dum, content bum, bum. you get with the go. This is the kind of quality content you get with the Go for Two Pod. Okay. The, 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 right. yeah, we we right. we look past everything. All right. Yeah. This is well, what we get now, into. Now we're gonna we're gonna look into the future a little more. All right. We got Let's get it. our mock draft. Jackson. Yes. It is time. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. Wish I had the all music. Right. That'd be cool. First off, me and Jackson are not draft gurus. All right. I'm not Mel no, Kiper. He's not a GM in the NFL. We don't know what's really gonna happen. These are just our. It's fun. It's yes. good times. Okay. And if and if I say that the Cincinnati Bengals are gonna draft Joe Burrow number one overall. And they draft Jordan Love. Well, you know what? Maybe the Bengals are just not that smart. <laughs> Which is, is historically accurate, bro. They kept Marvin Lewis for like 15 years. So Look, some teams do some wild stuff. The Raiders did some crazy stuff last year. I think crazy things happen every year, and it's awesome, and that's why we love the draft, and that's why we get to make yeah. these mock drafts. And so... Without a further ado, yeah. Mr. Jackson. Going before before we get into it, I want to preface this by saying Lucas did it like straight, like down down the seam. Okay, like he is assuming. Oh yeah, I did no, no trades. trades. Mo- yeah. that's, that's mostly what people do because trades get crazy. Jackson's yeah. like, oh, trades are the fun part, so I gotta do trades. So you know, Jackson's Jackson's draft is just gonna be a big ugly mess. It is gonna be gonna a big ugly sense. mess, wild oh. and crazy. Um, and for your entertainment only. Uh, we're, I put, also, hmm. we're also we're also going to do a game with this so that for every correct pick that we get. All right. Yes. So like quarterback Joe Burrow, that's one whole point. Mm-hmm. If I say that the Bengals are going to draft quarterback Joe Burrow, but they draft quarterback Jordan Love, we still get half a point because we got the position. right. We got the position. Okay? right. OK, that's fair. All right. So so we're doing like a half point for each kind of deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, I'm with we'll it. See, we'll see who wins. All right, Mr. Lucas. I guess that'll be on next week's episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah you want to yeah. go first? Go first, Jackson. All okay, right. I'll all go right. first. I'll go first. All right. So. Dun, 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 dun. With the first overall pick, the Bengals select quarterback Joe Burrow from LSU. Yeah, this, no so this is so here. obvious. No yeah. surprises the, here. The most the most obvious thing, the Bengals are going to draft Joe Burrow. Like, it, there's no use in really even talking about it, right? So, right. second Best. overall pick, yes, Mr. Jackson, you got the Washington Redskins. I got Chase Young. What you got? I got, they select Chase Young, 
defensive end, Ohio State University. Of course. And of course, he's going to come Same into my division. He's going to wreak havoc upon us because we have no center anymore. And um, it's it's going to be the death of me. I am I am convinced. Chase Young. Yeah. All right. I think that's also, you know, like people are definitely saying he's the number one prospect in the draft. Yes. Right. And so there's also, once again, really no use in talking about that. Um, number three, Detroit Lions, Jackson. Yes. I know you. Who was who your pick? For number three? Yeah. Who's your pick for number three? Because we both have okay. one and two, correct? I mean, I'm not correct, right. but. So the with the third overall pick, I have the Detroit Lions taking cornerback Jeff Okuda. Solid. From Ohio State. The Ohio State University. Okay. Yes. And I put next to this no trade. All right, there's a lot there's a lot of talks mm-hmm. all throughout the media and the Lions have come out and said that they're shopping their pick. That's fine. Shop your pick all day. I do not think the third overall pick from the Lions is going to be traded to anyone. All right. Okay. What, what, what right. do you think, Jackson? I'm thinking it's my call of it. No. I what or this is my bet. I am betting Lucas and we talked about this in the pre-show. The Lions will trade the third overall pick. Okay? Yeah. And so, so, so with the third pick in the 2020 NFL draft, I have ding 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 a trade coming in. <laughs> For the Detroit Lions, I think they will trade this pick to the Los Angeles Chargers. I even have trade details for you. They trade this pick to the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers will get this pick, also tight end Jesse James, and fifth round pick for this year's draft. The Lions will receive the sixth overall pick, the 37th overall pick for the second round, and tight end Hunter Henry. What? Matt Patricia in 2018 tried to get Rob Gronkowski. He knows how valuable it is to have two tight ends. He was there when we had Aaron Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski were a thing. The Patriots were lighting up the field. They drafted last year TJ Hawkinson. Okay, He's going into his second year. Traditionally and historically, tight ends usually start coming around their second or third year. So I can see Matt Patricia valuing Hunter Henry enough and being still being able to draft a defensive stud at number six to let the Chargers move up and then select with their third pick to a quarterback from Bama. I think he's going to go into L.A. I think he's going to sit for a year. They're going to hand Ty, They're going to let Tyrod Taylor run the offense for a year. You're going to let Tua heal up. You're going to let him chill out for a bit, learn the offense. Figure out what's all going on. Maybe draft another lineman or two so you can protect this guy because he is your investment for your franchise. And then in year two, two is going to be handed the keys to the city. Okay. Okay. That's my third pick. <clears throat> uh, what a guy, Jackson. What a guy. <laughs> uh, I figured I figured you'd have some thoughts on this, Lucas. Yeah, so so my big trade spot's coming up next. So with the okay. fourth overall pick, I have the New York Giants selecting Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker from Clemson. Okay? Okay. Great. More defense for us to worry about. Right. 
off to the side. So I'm doing no trades, but this is my okay. favorite big trade spot. The reason this is my favorite spot is because the Dolphins are fifth and the Chargers are sixth, right? Yeah. The Giants are a pick after the Lions. It's yeah. going to be cheaper if the Chargers want to leapfrog the Dolphins and want to get up there and get Tua or Herbert, whoever they think, whoever they're scared by him is going to get. Right. I think it's going to be cheaper for them to do that, and it makes more sense. That's why I don't have the Lions getting their deal, okay? Another reason that I pick the Giants to trade instead of the Lions is I think the number one thing the Giants really want right now is a tackle, okay? They yeah. need an offensive tackle. And yeah. in this draft, with the teams that you have towards the top five, you don't, or even like top seven, you don't really need to be picking fourth overall to get a, a, a stud offensive tackle. So they can move down to six, yeah. guarantee that they get the tackle they want, yeah, and get a haul for it. And so so I'm I'm going with the Giants trading their pick to the Chargers. If if that's you know if the Chargers yeah. want to make yeah, it, yeah, 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 because I think I think it makes more sense for the Lions. I think it's cheaper. Not, I'm sorry, more sense than the Lions. Right, it's right, right. cheaper for the Chargers. That is, that is true. I think you were correct about it being cheaper. I think they can get a haul for it. I think they can still get their tackle at six. My worry is that historically the Giants have they don't trade down a whole lot. Um, and so I think that they're going to want to secure their offensive lineman right there, even though you are right. If they did trade down, they could have get a haul. I think they're going to be stubborn like always. And they're going to go right. ahead and, and select Je uh, Jedrick Willis or Wills uh, Jr. Offensive lineman, the tackle from Alabama. I think they get the okay. tackle at four. Yeah. See, I think if you're if you're there and Isaiah Simmons is there, you got to get him. This man is built different, all right? He can play linebacker. You could throw this man back there and have him as a safety. Yeah. He has stupid speed. Like, some people are calling him literally like a generational talent. And so I just think if the Giants pass him up, trade back and get a tackle, that's fine. Yeah. Fourth overall, you got the fourth overall pick, and you don't pick the third best player in the draft. That is wild. It is wild. But you know what the Giants also did last year? Traded up to get Danny Jones or Daniel Jones. And I don't know. It's wild. Like I said, and I'm he not got a, the nickname <laughs> Danny Dimes, man. You know, That's I'm, right. I'm not a I am not a draft expert by any means. This is all for fun. So I get. I mean, yours definitely makes more sense. But I, I think they get their their tackle. Who do you got? A, who do you got a five? All right. So fifth overall, Miami Dolphins. They're going to get to it. Okay. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about. Um, the Dolphins maybe possibly taking Herbert over Tua because of Tua's injury stuff. Yeah. I know the Dolphins tried to rush Tua out like the day before, like when the COVID stuff started going down, they were like, oh no, it looks like the NFL is going to shut down. They mm. tried to get Tua to come get a physical. They couldn't get him that day that they tried. And then the next day when he was, I believe he was scheduled to come, the COVID stuff got caused uh, caused the NFL to completely shut down all the physicals and all that stuff. And so they just couldn't do it. Right. And so they didn't get a look at him. There are rumors that the room is split 50-50. At the end of the day, Tank for Tua has been the fan slogan all year. Yeah. The boom bust value is incredible. All right. Like Tua, Tua's going to come in and he's either going to be a stud or mm -hmm. 
he's going to get hurt and he's not going to play a lot of football. Like that's really yeah. the way it looks. And I think Tua is overall a better quarterback prospect than Herbert. So I got Tua going fifth to the Dolphins. That definitely makes a whole lot of sense. You know, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I can see an outside chance this happening. We're having fun at pick number five, Lucas. Oh ding, my. ding, 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 ding. We got a trade coming in. Who is that? Another. Who is that? Miami trades their fifth overall picks and other than the Dallas Cowboys. And whoa, shock in the NFL world. Here comes Dallas. Okay, I knew Lucas was going to have that exact face. Okay, if you're looking at this on YouTube, you can see Lucas' face. Dallas, here's the, here's the deals of the trade. Dallas gets the fifth overall pick, as well as a third rounder in this year's draft. Miami gets the second round pick at 51 and quarterback Dak Prescott. The Cowboys offload their future contract onto Miami, who can easily pay for it. Okay, they can fall back enough at 17. They still have two more of the picks in the first round to where they can easily build off of and surround their new franchise quarterback with weapons and protection. Okay, Dallas moves up. They have a glaring need at corner with Byron Jones exiting to Miami, becoming the highest paid, and they select Jeff Okuda at the number five position. They also retain their first round pick at 17. <laughs> I told you it's going to be wild, Lucas. I mean, I would love that, but my problem is that I don't think the Cowboys have enough leverage to not give up their first pick. Right. Um, that That's my only problem I have with the trade. I love the trade. I would love that for the Cowboys to do that, and I think the Dolphins would be getting a good quarterback, and you're right. They have the cap space at the moment, I believe. They Not do. a thousand percent sure on that. Um, so, hey, I mean, I, I like it. I think you're going to have to give up your first. Probably. Because you're, yeah. you're wanting to move to their spot. You're wanting to... Yeah. Who's That's why I sweeten the deal with the second what? and I give them Whoa. a franchise quarterback and who's, with Dak. Who's going to be your quarterback? That comes later on. Oh, my. We're drafting Jalen Hurts in the fifth overall round. <laughs> no, I got us taking him in the third round. Okay. Well, anyways, on to the next one. All right, we at six now. We're at number six. All right, number six. I have the... L.A. Chargers, who just came out with some fire uniforms. They Mr. did. Jackson. They look really nice. See the dark one, the dark uh, like yeah. navy blue ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. So I've got I've got the Chargers getting quarterback Justin Herbert. Okay. That okay. There's there's not a there's not a better quarterback left. And talk about Tyrod as much as you want, but you need someone. You I agree. need. You definitely like, need somebody. Help. All right. That's. <laughs> So you technically you got the Lions here, right? Yeah, I have the Lions. Okay, so in the trade earlier on, we had the Lions moving back to six with the Chargers going up to number three. So with this pick for Detroit, we'll select linebacker Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. He falls. He's there. They still get their stud. They retained a whole lot of um, uh, ammunition for later on in draft picks after that. So um, in this scenario, I have Isaiah Simmons falling just a little bit um, because of Dallas's glaring need at corner. Um, Detroit still gets their stud and they move back and everybody's happy. I got you. Um, 
So next up, seven overall, we got the Carolina Panthers. Yes. Correct? You still yes. got the Panthers there? <laughs> I still have the Panthers there. I still got the Panthers um, there. I've got them picking up defensive tackle Derek Brown from Alabama. He's he's a stud. He's an animal. Solid. I say Alabama. I'm sorry. He's from Auburn. I'm wild. Yeah. I misread that. Uh, yeah. He's from Auburn, and he was an animal this year. I think it'd be awesome. Same thing. Yeah. I have the same pick. You know, they lost two of their defensive linemen to Dallas this year. They got to replenish that front. Um, mm. uh, Derek Brown makes a lot of sense at seven. Uh, so next up at eight. Yes. Arizona Cardinals. Yes. All right. I've got them getting offensive tackle Tristan Wirfs from Iowa. Same thing. In my opinion, the best tackle in the draft, but I know you have the Alabama tackle over him going earlier. Right. I think they like the Alabama tackle a little bit more with New York. Uh, here with the Cardinals, Tristan Wirfs, I mean, you got to get Kyler Murray some protection. Um, yeah. So if you get uh, you give them Tristan Wirfs from, from Iowa, you're really helping out that front five. He can come in and be an immediate impact starter, um, and you're going to give him more time to throw the ball down to the Andre Hopkins. I mean, so I think it makes makes a lot of sense to me at number eight. Right. Uh ninth overall, you got the uh Garbageville, I mean the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. You're gonna hate me, Jackson. I've got them taking cornerback CJ Henderson from Florida. No in, to, in my head, I I tried to get him to fall to the Cowboys for you, but he just couldn't just doesn't make he sense. Couldn't make it. Well, in um, this they've gotten rid of Jalen Ramsey and AJ Bouye. You're fine. And they even lost the honey badger in their safety spot. They need some help in the secondary, I think. And Jacksonville loves defense. I completely agree with every point you said. That plus in this scenario have us moving up to get Jeff Okuda. Therefore, it doesn't hurt my heart very much. I also have the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting CJ Henderson, especially with AJ Bouye and with Jalen Ramsey gone. They got to replenish that side. So makes a lot of sense for me from Florida. Bring the hometown uh, guy in. Tenth overall, Cleveland Browns. I've got them taking offensive tackle Jedrick Wills from Alabama. Okay. Uh, they they just got Jack Conklin from the Titans, and then I think they want to add this guy on the other side. Get some protection. Yeah. I also have them going offensive line. I have a different name because I had Wills going a little bit earlier in the draft. Right. I have the Browns selecting Mecky Becton. Offensive Ooh. lineman from Louisville on the right-hand side, uh, grabbing that right tackle position immediately. They Remember, I think they also – or maybe that left side tackle. They also – didn't the Browns get who, – who got Jack Conklin? Ain't that what I said? The Browns got Jack Conklin from the Titans? That's right. Yeah, that's what you said. Okay, yeah. So now they'll be able to have uh, twin tackles, and that's really going to help them out. Right. Uh, 11th overall, the New York Jets. Yes, sir. I've got them taking wide receiver C.D. Lamb. It's time Ooh. to make the run on the top three. Ooh. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The AFC East is wide open now. You got Tom Brady. You know, he exited the division. You know, I think the Jets and the Dolphins can smell blood in the water, especially, you know, especially with the Bills out there. They grabbed Stephon Diggs. With the Jets, I feel like protection was a big issue for them. I felt like Sam Darnold was under pressure a lot. I feel like, yes, they um, they could really use a CD Lamb and a, and a um, transcendent wide receiver, but I feel like you got to protect your quarterback. I got them taking uh, offensive tackle. Andrew Thomas from Georgia. So so my deal with the the tackle versus wide receiver deal. Mm -hmm. Um I'm looking at it and I'm I've already got you know, you're thinking at this point there's gonna be the top top three tackles are off the board. Yeah. Top two tackles. And so you've got the option of do you get one of the top like do you get the fourth tackle? 
right. or do you get the number one wide receiver? And I think yeah. you get a possession guy in there like C.D. Lamb that's going to make some plays alongside Robbie Anderson, mm-hmm. and you just hope you hope Sam Darnold doesn't get hit. I just I just think the overall value he gives you, I think he helps your team more than a than a third tackle. He- He's too much of a t- of a talent to pass up, um, but for the reason, um, you know, I think like if maybe there was another tackle in there, um, uh, in, on on the board still at that point, maybe they felt like they could fall back and grab him later. I felt like they had to kind of hit the button at the moment and get the best tackle available because of their of the pressure. So, but I see what I you're you. saying. C.D. Lamb's so super hard to pass up. For number twelve, I have him going next. I got the Raiders selecting C.D. Lamb, wide receiver, Oklahoma, just for all the reasons you just said. Trend transcendent talent, transgenerational talent, position player is going to come in and make an immediate impact. They have a glaring need for that in Oakland. Um, right. they, they need some help. So yeah. that's, I have them taking uh, yeah. Lamb at 12. I've got the Las Vegas, not the Oakland. Jackson, Excuse me. You, La- I, you know, you're right. The Las I've Vegas. I've got the Raiders taking Raiders. Jerry Judy, Alabama. Pretty much same guy with C.D. Lamb. Honestly, you can intertwine those two as which one's going to get picked first. Um, yeah. But same thing, you know. Uh, 14th, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My 13. man, Tom Brady. 13. I am so sorry. I don't know what I said. <laughs> you said Tampa. It's uh, uh, the 14th. 13th, San Francisco 49ers are yes. going to get wide receiver Henry Ruggs. It's those top three wide receivers, and he is a speed demon. They're getting rid of Marquise Godwin, or they're trying to. You need a Henry Ruggs, and you're in the perfect spot for him. Yeah. I agree. I think I think they need a uh, I think they need a receiver as well. But I have them picking Jerry Judy because he's still on the board here at thirteen uh, from Bama. They definitely need a wide receiver, just kind of like you know, like you said from CD Lamb. Um, uh, they're shopping Marquise Goodwin. Um, you know, we said before in the show, Kyle Shanahan thinks they need a little bit more offense. Um, so I think you go receiver here um, and try and put your team over the top in the NFC West. Uh, 14th overall. Now we're to Tampa Bay. Now we're to Tampa. Now my man Brady needs some help. Yes. He needs some protection. I got offensive tackle Andrew Thomas from Georgia going right here. Okay. Okay. Because Georgia's off the board with me for the Jets at 11, I have Tampa selecting uh, offensive lineman Josh Jones from Houston. Like you said, we got to share some protection for Tom Brady. Make sure he doesn't get hit. He literally is the GOAT. We got him all these different weapons. Now we just got to make sure he has time to throw the ball. Right. Uh, 15 overall, Denver Broncos. Yeah. So, just to preface this this pick real quick. Yeah. The, the Broncos have got a lot of stuff they need, right? Yeah, for sure. They need a wide receiver. They need a tackle. They yes. need some other stuff. Um, and a lot of people are, are taking a wide receiver here. I just think, like earlier, I made the pick of the number one wide receiver is better than the number three or four tackle right now i think the broncos take offensive tackle mechai becton from louisville because i think he's better than getting the fourth wide receiver i also think though that this is an excellent spot to trade down because the broncos are going to look at it and they're like well there's not any of these studs that we necessarily want Mm -hmm. we can move back and we can get some more value for our pick yeah speaking of that spot to trade down ding 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 we got a trade mr lucas at number 15 denver's gonna trade just for the reasons you just said they feel like they can they can move down a little bit and still get what they want they have a lot of holes they need to fill 
So why not get a little bit more ammunition? Tennessee has called. Okay. Oh my. Tennessee. This man Jackson is a clown. <laughs> Tennessee has called. They're going to trade up to the to the 15th spot. So here's what happens. Denver gets the 29th spot for Tennessee. They get the first round pick, so they can still fall back and grab what they need in the first round. But they also get the Titans' uh, second round pick at number 61. So they get a little bit of extra. They get a little bit of extra ammunition. But here's why. Because guess who's still on the board? You've said that you love him a million times. He has something you can't teach, and that is speed. Titans move up and draft Henry Ruggs at number 15 and put him alongside Corey Davis and A.J. Brown and Tannehill all of a sudden has a speed demon as a weapon. Honestly, if he's still there, I might be okay with that. I don't yep. think he'll be there. but it, ooh. And that's a lot to give up, though, man. It's a lot. It's a lot to give up. You give up your first and your second. We already don't have some stuff. But I figured. We love to trade up. You love to trade up. Denver's in a good spot to trade down here, especially with it's coming off the board. Um, And I really want, I really like Tennessee getting Henry Ruggs here, man. I feel like it's one of those guys that you would trade up for. Well, you were talking about trading up. If we do trade up to this spot, I think Henry Ruggs won't be here anymore. Yeah. So I think we take the edge rusher from LSU, the chassis on guy, because I have him going next. Yeah. 16th overall, Atlanta Falcons, edge rush, Clavion Chassion, however you say his name. We're so sorry we butchered it, but it's okay. Yeah. Everyone butchers it. Um, he's, just, I mean, he's a, a speed animal off the edge from, he's got power. But I don't, he's going to, Kill the quarterback. That's, yeah. that's what you look for. I have the I have the Falcons selecting a defensive edge at the, at the same time. I have them selecting Javon Kinlaw uh, from South Carolina, kind of born and raised near Atlanta. Um, so I thought he was a tackle uh, or defensive tackle, whatever D line, ever whatever it is. But they need to sure up that defensive front a little bit, a uh, little bit right. more. So I have them selecting him at sixteen. So so the only reason I didn't pick Kinlaw because a lot of people have Kinlaw picked there is because they lost Vic Beasley and I think they want to replace that edge deal right there they also yeah. lost a defensive tackle though too and they haven't necessarily had a stud defensive tackle so i completely see why that would make sense um 17th overall i've got the dallas cowboys yeah who you got you us got, taking you got someone else okay you might like this i don't know okay i've got you taking safety xavier mckinney from Ooh, alabama we need a safety all right we need uh, a safety every, Everyone says he's the best safety in the mm-hmm. draft. Okay, he had a good year at Alabama. He's from Alabama. He's going to come in. He's going to bring some some good stuff in, Jackson. He's yes. going to connect with Jalen Hurts because you're going to yes. get him in the third round, like you keep saying. You we're know, gonna, and we're going we're gonna to get Jalen Hurts. Unless somebody, unless somebody drafts him in the second round, we're getting Jalen Hurts. Okay. Well, hey. Safety, Xavier. I'm telling you, we're going to send a message to I thought it was a good pick for you. It's a solid pick, and I love that pick. I also love the defensive end pick. I love a corner pick. If somebody falls in the draft, we definitely have a need. But ding, 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 I got another trade, Mr. Lucas. Okay. Another one. In this scenario, my perfect scenario for the perfect world, where we somehow retain our first-round pick off our trade from the Dolphins, which won't happen. But in this scenario, in my perfect world, it does. We trade it to New Orleans. Why? New Orleans... (laughs) Is gonna move up from twenty four. <laughs> 
All right, listen. They get the 17th pick. They also get our fifth rounder. Okay, our 106 at 164. We get the number 24, the 24th pick. We get a 2021 second round pick, and we get offensive lineman center Nick Easton, who can come in and compete for the starting job left behind by Travis Frederick. Okay, sure up our kind of center position just a little bit. Um, and the New Orleans Saints move up at 17 to draft none other than Jordan Love. Why? Why? Why do they move up to 17? They're going to draft Jordan Love here. They're afraid. The Dolphins already have a quarterback at 18. The Raiders have two quarterbacks at 19. Jacksonville's got Minshew Mania at 20. 21, Philadelphia Eagles got Carson Wentz. The Vikings got their guy. New England has a whatever he is. I can see him. Okay, I can see him trading up to, you know, like 21 or something. You know. Listen, it's a perfect world for me, okay? To where we get, we they go up, they move, they get Jordan Love. They love Jordan Love. They've been talking to him in interviews. And what a better time than to get a rookie on a contract to he's going to succeed Drew Brees in two years when he's more than enough ready. Seems like the kind of guy that New Orleans would love. You know, in Jackson's world, no one else trades. Just the Titans and the Cowboys make trades. No one else in the league makes trades. There's no trades involved in anyone that the is Lions not and the Chargers the and the Titans Dolphins. or the Cowboys. Yeah, and those teams are okay. the The first two doesn't matter, but the other ones are all te- are all trading with you. I mean, yeah. Listen, man, right. we're making it, we're making it work. Eighteen overall, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I've got them taking an offensive tackle, Josh Jones from Houston. I think they need some help. All right. Yeah, definitely need some help. You got you to gotta get some help from Tua, man. Because let's be honest, Tua is going to come in and play sometime in the year, and he needs protection. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I have I have the uh, Josh Jones off the board here. I have them selecting safety Xavier McKinney from Alabama. Okay, so me and you are just off a pick with that. We're just off there. Uh, yeah. nineteen overall. Las Vegas Raiders. I will say there's been some some talk about Jordan Love being taken right here. I don't know why you want Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota, and Jordan Love, who like in my head are all three subpar underachievers and just hope that one of them just sets off like a rocket. Just keep two underachievers and take AJ Terrell from Clemson, cornerback right here. Okay? That's what you do. This is what you do for that reason. I have AJ Terrell going at uh at nineteen. You got him here too. I got him here. Look at look at us. I'm telling look you, we're a little bit in sync, a little bit, a little bit. All um, right, twenty overall, Jacksonville Jaguars. You're gonna hate me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I Go hate ahead. myself because guess who fell? Mm-hmm. Javon Kinlaw. Yes. From South Carolina, fell here. You've got the the chassis on guy, don't you? Who you got? All right, at number twenty. In my scenario, there's a certain quarterback who hasn't been taken yet. Has Justin Herbert not been taken yet? Jacksonville drafts Justin Herbert at 20 because he's still there because no one really believes in Gardner Minshew and no one really cares about the mustache and the jorts. Okay, Justin Herbert's going to put fans in the seats. Whoa, stop. Are you telling me the Saints trade up to draft Jordan Love, Mm -hmm. but they don't draft Justin Herbert? 
They do not draft Justin Herbert. They go for Jordan Love because, and we had a talk about this the other day where you wouldn't be surprised if someone just moved up and grabbed Jordan Love because for some reason, people are gravitating towards him. They love this guy. I think he's going to be the guy who like the Patrick Mahomes surprise of the draft. And Sean Payton, well, that's I because believe- Herbert's gone in the top five. There's no one left. Listen, bro. Sean Payton has a keen eye for his quarterbacks. I'm not told okay. to just throw the draft And he's going to grab Josh Jones. Okay. So here at 20, the Jacks select Justin Herbert because he's the best quarterback left available. And they need a quarterback. That's fine. Oregon quarterbacks are garbo anyways. Um, I, I'll pretend you did not just say that. I know that Marcus is somewhere crying because you look, said that. Look, I, I love Marcus. And he, he, you know, we, I don't think, I don't think we did everything we could for the guy, but historically Oregon quarterbacks are not good in the NFL. Um, true. On to the next one. Yes, sir. 21, 21, Philadelphia Eagles. All right. The Eagles. Yeah. Wide receiver, Justin Jefferson from LSU. Someone else for the cornerless Cowboys to be scared of. Ooh, see here, I have the Eagles taking wide receiver, but I have them taking Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver, mm. Arizona State. I think he gives them a lot of size. Um, uh, and I mean, they obviously need a wide receiver. They were depleted at the end of the year last year with their practice squad. Um, right. I think they take I just them to like 21. Jefferson more. Yeah, I just right. like Jefferson more. No big deal. Uh, 22 Minnesota Vikings. I've got them taking cornerback Jeff Gladney from TCU. Interesting. Interesting. I think it's TCU. It might be. I think you're right. I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, is yeah. TCU. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have Minnesota right here. I have them taking. Uh, they lost Stephon Diggs to Buffalo. I feel like they need to um, uh, kind of. Give Adam Thielen a little bit of extra help. Uh, we've been hearing some OBJ rumors possibly to Minnesota, but doesn't seem like there's really anything of it. So I have them selecting Justin Jefferson, LSU. Okay, so I have uh, I have them getting a wide receiver later because the Saints are about to get a cornerback and they want to get their cornerback before the Saints do. Okay. Uh, so next up, 23 New England Patriots wide receiver Denzel Mims. All right. They've okay. already got, they've already got Canel Harry, and he's not necessarily that speedy. Mims yeah. is going to come in and be your speed guy. He's going to be your deep threat, while yeah. Harry is your more possessive dude. And they'll have a good little duo ship going on. I think it'll work well for him. Yeah, I can feel you on that one. I can feel you on that one. Um, kind of lagging a little bit there at the end, but um, for twenty three, for me, I had the Patriots selecting. He's still available in the draft. Defensive end Clavon Chassian um, can come in and be an immediate impact um, from LSU. Uh, and I also think, this is just a side note, I also think the Patriots, before this is all said and done, they signed Cam Newton. Okay. So they pick that okay. they get their quarterback there. Um, and they signed the, the defensive end. So I got you. Uh, 24 overall, New Orleans Saints. I have been yes. taking a cornerback, Kristen Fulton from LSU. He's nice. had some rocky stuff go on. Honestly, that's probably why he's fell this far, but he has a chance to be a stud. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 24, I had the Cowboys selecting because they got that trade from New Orleans. I think they pick up linebacker Zach Bond from Wisconsin. There's been a lot of issues, um, uh, possible issues that could come back up with Leighton Vander Esch. We're unsure about his, his whole neck injury. Um, and Zach just kind of gives you a lot of versatility. He can kind of line up on the edge. He can line up at any like, different linebacker position. Um, so just kind of a safety net here and a value defensive pick at 24 for the Cowboys. Okay. Uh, 25 overall Minnesota Vikings. I have them taking wide receiver Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State here. They got their cornerback before. Now they're getting their guy to replace Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I have us I have us flip-flopped at 25. I got Minnesota selecting. He's still on the board here in this scenario. Jeff Gladney from TCU. They get their corner. Okay. They get their wide receivers just kind of flipped for us. I got you. I got you. Um, 26 overall Miami Dolphins. Yes. Mr. Jackson. All right. Yes. Uh, I've got them taking linebacker Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. All right. So some people actually have this guy going before. I think he falls a little bit and Miami gets to help their defense even more. Yeah. I have them selecting uh, an offensive lineman. I have them taking Ezra Cleveland uh, from Boise State, kind of shoring up that uh, protection again for their new quarterback, Dak Prescott, in this scenario. What did you have... Did they pick at 18? Yes. Who'd they get? Xavier McKinney in my draft. That's right. They got a safety. Okay. Yeah, so, so they now get they're getting a the lineman here. Yeah. Okay. I, had, I was going to say, I had them getting a lineman earlier. Um, 27 overall, Seattle Seahawks. Yes. I've got them getting the edge guy, Yotor Grossmatos from Penn State. Yotor Grossmatos. He's going to come in and he's going to do his best to replace uh, the hole that Jadavion Clowney has left because they're kind of similar players. Yeah, interesting. That probably makes a lot more sense. I have them selecting Marlon Davidson from Auburn. Who? Marlon Davidson from Auburn. Okay, the defensive tackle? Yeah. Yeah. I got you. kind of sure enough that run. 28 overall, Baltimore Ravens. I've got them taking linebacker Patrick Queen from LSU. Same thing. stud. Absolute stud comes in and make an impact straight away. Um, helps out that Baltimore defense. Twenty nine. I've got the Tennessee Titans. Um, this is another one of my favorite trade spots. It really took me a long time to pick this because I'm sitting here and I'm like, there's no one that I'm just like, man, like we got to pick this guy up right now. Like we need right. this guy right now. Um, I've got us picking up safety Grant Delpit. I think we draft okay. more on who's the best player left, not necessarily a need. Yeah, uh, a lot of if we're drafting more towards a need, though, I think we got to get the Zach Bond guy. He's the edge rusher from Wisconsin. Yeah. Like you said, versatile. You can play him anywhere. He can rush the passer. He's got some speed. He can go drop back into coverage. You know, he'd be a good guy for us. Agreed. Agreed. Here, I have the Broncos selecting because of that trade earlier from Tennessee, right. but I still right. have they have a glaring need of wide receiver as well. I have them, and he fell on this draft. I have them picking Denzel Mims, wide receiver from Baylor. Okay. Uh, 30 overall, Green Bay Packers? Yes. Right. Wide receiver T. Higgins. T. Higgins, you say? Yep. Get, get that man some help. Get that bad man a little help. bit. Help. Mm-hmm. I have them picking a wide receiver as well. I have them picking up Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, from USC. I don't even know who that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I picked a bad person. If you don't know, no, no. I just I just went with with T Higgins because uh, 
I, I just felt like he's the best wide receiver left, you know? Yeah. From Comes from Clemson, whatever. You know, USC guy's going to be good, too, I'm sure. I've actually heard a little bit about him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 31 overall, San Francisco 49ers. I have them taken. You already had him off the board. Defensive tackle Marlon Davidson uh, to come in and fill that gap from DeForest Buckner and the rest of their defense that they're getting rid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 49ers here, I actually have them taking kind of one of the best players left off the board. Uh, he fell in the draft. Christian Fulton, corner from LSU. Mm. They don't really have any crazy glaring needs, but why not add another great cornerback to that defense? I hear you. Uh, you last one, Mr. Jackson, Kansas City Chiefs. Cornerback Damon Arnett, because okay. they need some help. Yeah. In the cornerback spot, they it's it's like their number one need in my head. Right, right, right. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, I actually have them going something different. I have them selecting Caesar Ruiz, uh, center from Michigan. Here's why: their center uh, this year, right now, who they have is entering the final year of their contract. I mean, they had at one point one hundred and seventy-seven dollars. Yes, one hundred and seventy-seven doll hairs. That's how much they had left uh, in their cap space going into this year. I imagine they're going to be paying Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if they'll be able to pay the center as well. Just kind of depends. So I have them picking up uh, the center for as insurance in case they get a um, a good deal for their center next year. I got you. Well, that's that, it for the draft. That's our mock draft, guys. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Did, um, I, su- did anyone- I surprise you? Mr. Lucas. I mean, I wouldn't say surprise because you came in and you were like, hoo-hoo, this is going to be fun. You know, so <laughs> I knew you had some stuff going on. Um, yeah. Anyways, so that's it, guys, for the mock draft. Anyone got any comments or concerns with anything, such as Jackson's brain health, please drop some comments below in the video. All right. If you're if you're listening, don't forget to rate the pod, and you can talk about Jackson's brain deadness or my brain deadness. If you think I'm the one that's uh, not mentally sound, kind of crazy. But it's all good. It's time for take it or leave it, Mister Jackson. Woo! That's my favorite part of the show, baby. Take it or leave it. We end it with a bang. Yeah. For those that don't know, take it or leave it is I give Jackson about five things. I say take it or leave it. Throw some sentences at him. He ain't heard all day, you know, whatever. Uh, just some random thoughts, and we talk about them, and it's cool. It's a good time. It is a great time. I love it. My favorite part. Uh. So start it off, Mr. Jackson. Let's do it. Take it or leave it. It's true that some teams are just losing teams. Like when you look at you look at Jacksonville. You look at the Browns, mm-hmm. maybe the Bengals, the Redskins. Some of these franchises are just bad franchises. They're bad top down. They don't have good leadership, and they're just losing teams. Yeah, I'd, I'd say take it. Um, I mean, we, we, when we've talked multiple times about the Washington Redskins front office. I mean, Cincinnati's obviously had some front office issues for a long time. Um, there are just some teams in this league that are just bad, right? And I don't think yeah. it's because there's a lack of talent out there, right? Exactly. Football That's is like, I mean. it is the most popular sport in the United States. Um, I mean, there are a million different peewee leagues out there. There's a ton of different people who are just trying to get their shot to get in the NFL. Because of that, as a byproduct, you have the cream of their absolute crop coming into the NFL. You got guys like Patrick Mahomes, right? Aaron Rodgers, Saquon Barkley, all these guys coming in and making an immediate impact. And I don't think that these teams are bad because there's a lack of talent. I think they're bad because they're front office and they're general managers and they don't know how to draft um, or assemble teams and put them together. There is no reason 
Why with um, the amount of talent that's out there, uh, any team should be absolutely horrible year in and year out. Right. So it's got to be a different reason. Uh, next up, take it or leave it, the Giants will take a quarterback with their number four overall pick and will trade Danny Dimes. I'm going to say absolutely leave it. I think they made a statement last year when they traded up to get Danny Dimes. I think that would look um, absolutely insane if they um, cut Eli Manning's career short to go with a guy named who gave you two Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs to go with a guy that you're just going to trade the very next year. Um, I think you have to give him at least one more year. Um before you decide to, uh, I think you really have to give him at least two or three more years before you decide to get rid of him. I think it makes the whole front office look bad. Um, I don't think there's, uh, I think they can get a lot of value off of trading that pick, like you said. If they can get, L, if they can budge with LA and get a lot of draft stock and still pick up an absolute stud, I mean, who did I have them picking in the draft? I had them picking an offensive tackle. Um, that's who they need. They need some extra protection. Um, I put it like a one percent chance they trade for a they pick up a quarter quarterback there. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna leave it too. But there's some you know it's come out that apparently they've really been talking with Justin Herbert. Apparently they really like him, and so you know I just wanted to throw it throw it out there at you. It's a possible. Bit. Anything's possible. You know, at like least the like last if, year, if so. they you know new coach if he yeah. just falls in love with Justin Herbert and he's like this is the guy I want. I think personally he's better than Daniels. I think you trade. Yeah, you trade Danny so Dimes, and you have a chance to. I don't know if you trade them to the Chargers. Maybe you can get their pick. I was just gonna say trade them to the Chargers and, and, and draft Herbert at six. Mm-hmm. Two is um, gonna go at five. And then and then you still get, you know, and you, you still, still get, get peeps. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, it's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. Um, but I just. I, I personally don't see it. I don't know why they would. If they did, it's got to be because of the new coach and staff, and 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 they just don't believe in in Danny Dimes at all. All right. So this is take it or leave it. The Carolina Panthers draft Jordan Love. Interesting. Um, I feel like if Jordan Love falls um, later on into like maybe the second round, yes. Do they take him in our first round pick? No. Um, they've made it no secret that they've wanted to grab extra quarterbacks just in case Bridgewater doesn't work out, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Newton is still on the roster. They're holding on to him for a trade, I'm assuming, so they can get some value out of that pick. Um, assumingly, Bridgewater's the number one, but you go in and you get P.J. Tucker, right? Um, a guy for the XFL who was at the time who was undefeated. So you're open to a competition. I see no reason why they don't pick him up in the second or third round if Jordan Love is still there. I can definitely see right. why not. Um, yep. But I'm not with their first round team. pick. I think they really got to sure up that defensive line because they lost a lot. Uh, number four, take it or leave it. Yeah. Tua is a lesser choice than Herbert. All right. There's been a lot of talk out about Justin Herbert's a better quarterback than Tua. Mm hmm. And some teams apparently like his skill set and stuff better, which I think is wild. But what do you what do you got? I think Justin Herbert is more pro ready right now. 
Um, I mean, last year he was, I know you said shock, shocks you right now. Um, last year he was projected to come out into the draft and be a top five pick. He decided to stay for his senior year with Oregon uh, and pursue a national championship. By the way, I mean, he, unfortunately he didn't attain that. Um, but I think that he is pro ready. I think he can come in and make a impact straight away. I think Tua is wild card. I think Tua has a much higher ceiling. I think he can give you a lot more potential if you hit with Tua to where he's healthy and ready to go. I feel like Tua can be an elite guy in the quarterback at the quarterback position in the NFL for years to come. Justin Herbert, I know what I'm going to get out of him. I'm going to get a pro. I'm probably going to get a pro bowler, but am I going to get an elite guy? No, I'm not. Uh, last one, Jackson. Uh, I know I, I touched on this a little bit earlier. <clears throat> the Las Vegas Raiders should consider drafting Jordan Love. Yeah, I mean, uh, they should at least consider it. I think anybody's got to consider it, right? If there's been, he's kind of been the talk of the town lately. Is this guy the new Patrick Mahomes? Is he just kind of that guy that can fall in the draft and you pick him up late and all of a sudden, you know, he's on the Madden cover taking it to the Super Bowl? I don't know. Uh, he, he, he very well could be. He very well could be the biggest bust we've seen in a long time. I'm, I'm not sure. I think you got to consider it. Uh, you said before, John Gruden is not a big fan of Derek Carr. They just don't seem to see eye to eye, at least in their personality. Uh, in their interaction. Uh, I think that's why um, John Gruden went out and got Mariota because he's going to send a message to Derek Carr if they don't get along for whatever reason. More than happy to go with the kid. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past Gruden to bring in another one and just fuel that competition fire even more. Um, they should consider it. Absolutely. I'm going to leave it. I think they love Marcus Mariota. I really do. Yeah. If you listen to their GM and you listen to Gruden talk about it, they've got past history with them. They love them. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm Super not, stoked for the draft. Dude, the draft's going to be so good. I can't wait, man. We, we, we need some distractions. We need something else it's going time. on right now. It is, it is time. Football. I'm ready for the draft. Football's back, Jackson. How's that feel, man? Dude, I'm so happy. Football's back. We're in the form of the draft. The Gopher 2 pods running strong. We got the Hometown Hero segment going up. It's uploaded every week as well. Um, we're having a good time making content. There's a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, and it's a time right now, I think, you know, everybody just kind of needs it. You know, we need sports and um, uh, I can't wait for the season, man. I really can't. There's a lot of good things happening right now. Gronk going to Tampa. Are you kidding me? Like that NFC South division is just stacked right now, man. It's absolutely stacked. Atlanta got girly. I mean, come on. Like, like, what else do you want over there? So just give me the chills, Jackson. Just make me excited. Ooh, someone gets to draft Gronkowski in the fantasy league this year. And I don't know who it's going to be, but I'm definitely going to try. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. It's been fun. It's been fun. Waiting on you, Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number two of season two for the Gopher 2 podcast. Uh, We can be found where all podcasts can be heard. Uh, You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. We also upload the video of this podcast each and every week on YouTube.com slash Gopher 2 Podcast. Be sure to check us out. Like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to leave some comments down below. Casey gets a little lonely down there, okay? He needs a little bit of company. Add some comments down there. You know, we'll read them off on the show. This is what we do. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be happy to read that off on the show as well. Okay? Give us a five-star rating. 
We'll read it. We appreciate it. Guys, thanks so much for watching. Uh, that's everything we got. Draft this uh, today, literally, as the episode comes out. Go watch the draft. Woo! It's going to be fun. All yep. right. We love y'all. Bye. Deuces.